For Nerds by Nerds production. Hey, Tammy. Yeah? Why don't you ever have an unexpected pregnancy when dating a vampire? Oh, I don't know. Because they can't come inside without asking for permission. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I love it so much. Oh, my God. Welcome back to a very witchy episode of the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tammy. And today we're going to be reviewing Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah! The sequel to the 1993 original that everybody seems to love. We will talk about that movie a little bit as well. Uh, yeah, I guess let's let's start there. That movie is very big for people of our generation, but it is not a big deal to me. I somehow like missed the boat on it when I was a little kid, so I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for the first one. Oh, but everybody else goes like batshit for it. Yeah, <laughs> you it's love a this great movie. movie. Yeah. I do. But it's it's also one of those things with that and like Nightmare Before Christmas, which you also love. People act like they're these cult movies that they have like the inside scoop on. These were very big movies at the time. <laughs> Yes, they were. <laughs> like, these aren't <laughs> hidden gems. <laughs> but yeah, the original. Why don't you tell the people what the original is all about, Tammy? Um, the original is about three witches, the Sanderson sisters, who come back um, after a virgin lights the black flame candle. And it just happens to be a new family moves to town. And, you know, they're from California. They don't believe in that whole thing. So to be cool, um, the older kid lights the black flame candle and the witches come back and hilarity and scariness, you know, happens (laughs) and songs. Yeah, there are some songs. They get, they kind of get right into the songs in the second one. (laughs) It was a little little off, but (laughs) yeah, that's, you know. It's it's fun. Like the first one's got you know, um, it's got. I guess you could call him a zombie. It's got talking cats. <laughs> He's definitely a, a zombie. <laughs> it's got all the things you could ask for in a movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I need to go back and watch it again, and we're going to do a commentary track on the first one because yeah. it's definitely something I should love. <laughs> it's right up my alley. <laughs> it it is. <laughs> But I just have never, uh, I think I kind of like the second one better, I think, because the acting is better from, like, all the characters that aren't the witches. Mm -hmm. All the characters that aren't the witches in the first one are kind of very bad actors. (laughs) But yeah, a quick overview of the second one. It's three young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. So yeah, this this second one, we start again, just like the first one, we start in the 1600s with, with the young Sanderson sisters this time, which I thought they were all great. I thought all three of the young versions of them were fantastic. I did too. I really liked the, that you got to see them as that young, because the first one doesn't show them that young. It shows them like right before they get hanged. They die, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all old and crusty. Yeah, this one is nice to see them as young and kind of see like what happened, like how they became witches was kind of nice. 
Yeah, and they're basically, they're kind of outcasts in their village. It is, you know their names, right? Because I don't know Yeah, Winifred, Sarah, yeah, it's, and... Um... It's kind of a cheat that her name's Sarah. Her name's Sarah in real life. <laughs> yeah. And Mary. Mary, that's the other one. But yeah, it's Winifred's 16th birthday, and uh, she is to be wed to someone she does not want to be wed to. She wants to be wed to young Billy Butcherson. The zombie mm-hmm. man from the first movie. Yep. Hijinks ensue where they're basically cast out from the village because uh, they get into it with the priest, who is, seems to be very mean for a priest. Yes. I was like, with him, all I could see, like, I first looked at him and I was like, oh, I know you. You're Buster from Arrested Development. And that's all yeah. I can think of is Buster the Preacher. <laughs> he always looks like Kmart. Or the Reverend. Um, yeah. He also plays the mayor in this movie in mm-hmm. the future. He reminds me of the guy from Blue's Clues. Steve? <laughs> Steve. Yeah, he's like Kmart <laughs> version of Steve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the girls flee into the woods where they come upon a witch who I really liked. I thought she was really cool. And I thought she was going to come back and she never really did. Nope. I like that she was like the raven. Yeah. Yeah. She like transformed. Mm-hmm. That raven she, was so pretty. And she gives them book. From the first movie, the book with the eyeball. Yeah. Then we cut to to modern times. We have we have a new gang of teenagers, which I I really liked. I thought all three of these girls were great. Yes. Becca, Izzy, and Cassie. Becca's our main our main girl. I thought she was really good. I did too. Uh, it's Becca's birthday. Her birthday is also on Halloween, and her and Izzy are best friends. And then Cassie's kind of like. It sounds like they were the three of them were best friends, and then yeah. stuff just kind of fell yeah. apart. Cassie got a boyfriend, yeah, and fucked everything why. up. <laughs> so yeah, her boyfriend also, who happens to be the dumbest human being. Oh <laughs> my alive. god, he's like, so stupid. Yes, but yeah, they 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 kind of establish their friendship and their strain and their relationship, and then uh, how they have like a birthday rituals that Cassie will be missing out on because she's throwing a party at her house. So Becca and Izzy go to the magic shop from the first movie, the Sanderson sisters' old house. Yep. Which is now being run by Gilbert, which is Sam Richardson. I love him. He's in a bunch of stuff lately, and I'm always happy to see him. <laughs> and he basically does all like the exposition of like who the Sanderson sisters are and what they're about and what happened 29 years ago and yep. how Kinda you could the bring them back. And <laughs> like it just sets up the whole movie, basically. Uh, we see it. We see the book. He's got book locked down. We also see a cat that looks like Binks, but it's not Binks. No, Binx his name is, is Cobweb. Cobweb. It's the cutest <laughs> freaking name cute. for a cat. Cobweb. Basically, what we find out is Gilbert gives the girls a bunch of stuff for free, basically, because it's her birthday. Because he knows like what they do, because they're in the shop yeah. all the time. Yeah, they're like regular best customers. So he gives them like a candle and all this stuff and they go out into the woods and they light the candle and it brings back the Sanderson sisters because it's a black candle. And it turns out that he actually did it. He used them to bring, he wanted the Sanderson sisters back. Yeah, because you find out that he was a kid and saw them originally and for some reason just like left them. But yeah, yeah, his motivations for why he wants them back is a little weird. They don't really clarify what he thinks they're going to do for him. Yeah. 
He just like, saw them fly overhead. <laughs> yeah, and saw them explode. <laughs> yeah. And then follow yeah, followed them and watched them explode and thought, I gotta bring them back, but didn't like doesn't say why he wanted them back. Yeah, I guess maybe he thinks they'll give him powers, but it's it's not very clear. There's, the movie just keeps on chugging. Which is nice. This movie never slows down at all. So yeah, they bring the witches back, who they immediately break into song, which I thought was a little weird. It yeah, I was <laughs> not a fan of that. To be I have no problem honest. with the musical numbers, but for it to be literally they don't like even the say anything. They, they yeah. go right into a song, which is a altered version of The Bitches Back by Elton John, but they changed bitch to witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, there's a very intense sequence there when they do come back, though, like the, the moon gets blacked out. And like you can only see them moving when lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. And it, we were watching it in the living room with the lights off. It was so bright <laughs> when the lightning would go off i was like jesus hurt my eyes <laughs> <laughs> all right so next um the witches start smelling for children because that's how they stay young and beautiful and they find out that the girls are teenagers so they're not going to take their souls because they don't teenagers are gross um but the girls quickly and kind of funnily like no 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 we're we're 40 we're 40. We also love children, and that's why we look like this. So um, the witches, the sisters start talking about like how they need to get the book to make a potion so they can get children's souls, so they can you know stay young forever. And the girls are like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. We have a place that sells that kind of stuff. And then like they talk about it for a little while, and they're like, okay, take us there. And they take them to a Walgreens. <laughs> and I think my favorite part is watching them walk through the automatic door so like becca and izzy walk through and they're like oh the power she must have the door is just open for her (laughs) (laughs) and then watching each of them walk up to the door and like the reaction that they get when it opens like winifred's like yeah i got this and the other two are very cautious and like thrilled when the door opens for them i love this scene i thought this was hilarious (laughs) yeah i very much liked it too they go in and, uh, yeah, they, she brings them to like the health and beauty section and they start, drink- they start drinking lotion. Of course. <laughs> Spraying and, like toner and stuff in their mouth. And uh, Mary holds up like a face mask and, she, and she's like, look, these are people's faces, <laughs> children's faces. Starts eating it. So gross. And then a, a group of, Girls will walk up, dress up like the Sanderson sisters and want to take a picture with them. So they take a selfie and it has filters on it. So then they look at the picture and they're like, look, it's working. We look beautiful. <laughs> and there's one point where Winifred full force slaps Mary in the face. <laughs> and I laugh my ass off. <laughs> um, but then they they see themselves in the mirror, in the corner mirror, and they look hideous because it's like a warped mirror. So then they they turn on the girls. But uh, they make like a salt barrier. They pull like Epsom salts on the ground to protect themselves. Because salt salt wards off dark magic. But Mm -hmm. we also see Becca's hand glowing a little bit. Because she's she's got witchy powers that she she doesn't know about. So the girls run away. And the witches get their new modes of transportation. Oh, I Uh, love this. Winifred gets a a broom as usual. Sarah gets a Swiffer Swiffer. wet jet mop. (laughs) And Mary gets two Roombas that she rides. (laughs) 
which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> yep, because I mean, the in the original, she gets um, a vacuum, so yeah. it only makes sense that she would get Roombas, and she rides them one on each foot. <laughs> yep, it's great. The rest of the movie is just like they're looking for the mayor because the mayor is a descendant of the reverend. Um, the reverend. They had given Gilbert a list of stuff they need to do their their spell. They're going to do the spell that the witch at the beginning told them never to do, which is like the all power spell. Yeah, which Winifred also promised Book because he didn't want like when she tried to look at it, he kept closing, and she promised him he would she would never do that spell. And uh, so they trick Gilbert and they set like a hourglass basically being like, if you don't get all the stuff we need by the time this runs out of sand, you're going to die. One of the things on the list is a head of an ex-lover. So he goes to dig up Billy and it turns out that Billy has been just laying in his grave for 30 years Yep. because no one ever put him back to sleep. <laughs> he just reburied himself. <laughs> so he pops up and he's like, yeah, taking my head. And he's like, well, I need the head of, one of their ex lovers, and and you're you were you were one of her's lover, and then you cheated on her with Sarah. And he's like, "Not to ever happen." <laughs> he's like, "I kissed her one time, one time in the cemetery. That was it." <laughs> and uh, so Gilbert like promises to like correct his name to in the history books if yeah, he, he also, if he helps him out because <laughs> he lies and says he's trying to like destroy them to get yeah. his help. So the two of them go on hilarious things to go get the <laughs> yeah. stuff that they're looking for. If they end up at the, at the fair, there's like a big spooky fair going on for in the town and I mean, it's <laughs> Salem and Halloween's of yeah. course. <laughs> and they're playing games to win a spider. Cause they need a yep. spider, get a petrified spider. <laughs> um, all sorts of things happen. Um, eventually, uh, they need the mayor to be safe. The girls want the mayor to be safe because they know the witches are at the girl. So they rat their friend out and tell the mayor because the mayor is her dad. Is uh, Cassie's dad. And he's they call him and he's like, Cassie's having a party at the house. And he's like, oh, the fuck she is. <laughs> yep. So he goes home and breaks up this party. The witches show up at the... There's like a Sanderson sisters costume contest at the, <laughs> yep. at the, the event. <laughs> Which is just an opportunity for them to break into song again, which they yep. this time they sing uh what is it? The it's a the getcha song. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah. There we go, that's what it is. Which they somehow they wind up like hypnotizing the entire crowd. Which yeah. which was fun. It was fun. They all got in a choreographed dance and they, they marched through the city looking for the mayor. But the weird thing is when they finally find the mayor the the group finds the mayor, not the not the witches. The group finds the mayor, and they all rally around him, and they they close in on him. And then as soon as they close in on him, it's like the spell's broken, and then they just all wander away. They don't yep. pick up the mayor and take him to the witches or anything. It didn't really make any sense. No, and someone stole his apple. Yeah, he all he's wanted is candy apple. This entire so time, someone stole it, and then the lady was all out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You're right. I don't know. I think the song was just to find him. And I guess yeah. they found him. They're like, all right, we found him. Yeah, I guess. I guess that, yeah, I don't know. They don't really explain that. Yeah. They get to Cassie's house. 
Yes. Because they think the mayor's going to be there, but he's already left. Mm-hmm. Cassie's mad because she knows, like, you bitches broke up my party. Yep. And then the Sanderson sisters show up. And they trap them in the garage with a circle of sand. Or uh, of uh, salt. Yes, because... Was Becca, no, Becca hasn't realized it yet. Yeah, Becca doesn't know she has powers. No, because yeah. this is a, this will be the third time something like this happens. You miss the, the the Sanderson systems follow them to the Sanderson Sister Museum, which is the witch shop, and trap them in the basement and give them no way out. Oh yes, and they use the uh, herbs that the uh, yeah. Gilbert gave them, and she, her hands glowing blue, but she doesn't ever seem to notice that. <laughs> yeah, no, you'd think he would. You think, yeah, in a dark basement, you'd see your hand glowing blue. But pumped. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. (laughs) For sure. uh, They trap the girls. The the mayor comes home and he's just like, yeah, the party's over. Go go home. Like, you're a bit older for this party than I would expect. (laughs) Yeah, and they can't leave because they're the ones trapped in the circle. Yeah, they're trapped inside the garage in a circle of salt. But then the Roombas show up. (laughs) (laughs) They do. And they hate a mess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they hate a mess, so they suck up the, the salt. And then they steal Cassie, and Becca shoots lasers out of her hands. Yes. And is like, what the fuck? So they end up they end up doing the spell, and the, all of them can shoot lasers out of their hands. Literally lasers, like lightning. Because I want to say, originally, it was just Winifred that would do it, and the other two just didn't do it. And after doing the like almighty powerful spell, now all of them do it. And I don't blame Mary. If I could do it, I also would do finger guns and shoot <laughs> <laughs> um, lasers out that way. Yeah, I thought that was weird because I, I wasn't as familiar with the first one. The the Besides Winifred, the other two witches, they don't seem to have any powers besides being able to fly on their mops and vacuums and stuff. That's pretty much it. Like Sarah has like a angelical like trans... Oh, what's the freaking word? I feel stupid. Um, <laughs> hypnotizing. That's the word. Yeah. Hypnotizing like voice because she sings to the children and the children get hypnotized and follow because it's the song that you do hear it. Um, and that's kind of it. I don't know if Mary's whole thing is she cooks really well or does like potions really well or what it is. But yeah, they don't really have the full power that Winifred seems to have. Yeah, I feel like they really... They did not touch upon Sarah's like sexuality at all in this movie. No, I feel they like in the not. first one they made her like a real sex symbol because she mm-hmm. was young at the time and they're like, Yeah, look at this. All she talked about is boys and wanting boys. Yep. And this one now that she's in her mid fifties, they're just like, eh, <laughs> let's not touch that. So only a little bit when they saw I think Gilbert, they're like, Oh, it's a boy and that was like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, they do this the spell, they all get witchy powers. And then they have a bit of a laser fight. Mm-hmm. Which poor Becca doesn't have the power to fight since she's just newly 16. Yeah. Uh, she realizes like their power of friendship will makes them a coven, even mm-hmm. though the other two aren't witches. I don't know how that works. Um, but they make like a bubble shield and protect themselves. And then and then Book kind of turns on Winifred. Yeah, and, I think it's because... Becca. Because he did the, she did the the spell that she promised she would never do, and like while she was trying to do it, uh, at one point, like look at to see what she needed, he kept closing every time that she would open to that page, he would shut immediately. 
So he was like, you're not doing this. You promised me you wouldn't. And then, like, she didn't seem to care. So, yeah, book um, sides with Becca on that because she kind of looks like she wouldn't, you know. Yeah. And then Becca reads the warning. In that the, Winifred the, skipped over. The ultimate power spell that, yeah, Winifred refused to read. <laughs> that was basically like... uh if you do the spell, you you sacrifice like the things you care about the most. Yep. So Which then, happen to be her sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her sisters turn into they get they get a Infinity Ward. <laughs> they, they 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 get. But blue. they hang out there for a while. <laughs> yeah, it takes a minute. <laughs> it takes a minute. If they get all sparkly, and then eventually they finally fade away. Even uh, then, they're just like chilling in the background. Like you can see the sparkles of each color. Yeah. Yeah, the Just whole like time. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Um, and then when I thought this part was very sweet. Winifred gets very sad that, that she's lost her sisters. And then it's revealed from book that they it can be reversed. Yeah, it can be reversed, but reversing it isn't really reversing it. Like she will just go to join her sisters. Them. Yeah. So she, yeah, she disappears, but she's happy because she gets to be with her sisters. Which is all she ever wanted, because in the beginning, that was the whole thing. They took her sisters. And then... Or tried to. Yeah. So then uh, Gilbert promises to, to retell history and the correct history for Billy. Yep. And Billy disappears as well. Didn't understand that part. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, the girls are friends again, because now they all can do magic. Yeah, and then they start doing like the uh, the tr- the Sanderson sisters like arms locked trot down the road. Yep. And then the the falcon or crow or whatever it is flies over. See, I I think it would have been much more interesting if the the witch that they saw at the beginning when they got resurrected, she got resurrected, and she turned out to be a very bad witch. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they had to, like, sacrifice themselves to stop the bad witch lady. Yeah. Oh, there's a scene at the after credits. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, All it is, that. is you see, you're back in the book, not bookshop, the, the magic, magic shop. shop. Words are hard for me today. This is great. Um, and uh, Cobweb is there because he's the cutest freaking cat. And I wish there was more Cobweb. <laughs> and he jumps up onto a shelf. And like nuzzles a box, and in that box on the outside it says BF two. So what um, happened was Gilbert found a spell, or found a way to make more black flame candles, and I think the one he gave to Becca was the first one, which is why it looked all wonky. So I think they're insinuating that there is a second candle. Oh, so there might be another one. Correct. Would you? I, yeah, I take another one. They would have to make it soon because Bette Midler's pretty old. Yeah, but she did great in this movie. But yeah, I would have been very, very interested in that, especially with the fact that like they show the the crow again. So it was like mm-hmm. without her being in them as like a, the main protagonist or anything or antagonist. It was weird that uh, they even put her at the beginning of the movie at all. Like it didn't really make much besides sense. just to say this is how the girls got their power. Yeah, and like it's important to have a coven, 
And she yes. also said she lost her coven. So do you think that she did the ultimate power? I do. Spell? That's yeah. exactly what I think happened. Because she was very sad when she said that she lost her coven. She's also dressed like the little girl from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. But yeah. Overall, how, how did you feel about this movie? Um, I'm kind of eh with it, to be honest. Like, I, there are parts of it that I wish were a little more... Um, there are parts of it I'm like this kind of plays out the same way the first one did. Yeah. And I feel like the first one for some reason had more of like not that Disney makes scary movies, but I feel like the first one had more of like a scary factor than this one. This one seemed more like kind of I don't know like upbeat and not spooky, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't really liking this movie. It's not getting the greatest reviews. I thought I liked it. I thought it was fun. But yeah, I'm not also not I don't know the first one by heart. Like so mm-hmm. I can't think of anything spooky that happens, but that's because I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. Well see, I think it would have helped to have a little more, I think, backstory of the girls and why it was so important that or so upsetting that Cassie wasn't there. Because you just kind of get two girls see another girl and they're like oh so i guess you're not coming you guys are still doing that like it's you don't get like the bond that they had and then all of a sudden you know a boy comes in between which you know boys happen um and that that's why it's a big deal it just doesn't seem like that yeah where yeah. in the first one you get like the 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 kid i, I want to say his name is max it, i could very well be wrong um, but you get like he's an outcast. He's from California. He like you know answers weird questions in class, and then gets picked on on the way home. And they take his shoes. So you kind of get like he's trying. He lights the candle to be popular because he's been picked on. Yeah, I feel yeah. They did establish these girls as kind of outcasts, but they only establish them as outcasts to Cassie's boyfriend. Yeah. They like should no have had like a bigger care. group or they should have been showing them be picked on a lot. Yeah. And for... like, and show the bond that the three of them had. Yeah. Because you don't get that. You just get Cassie has a boyfriend and you don't even realize that she's supposed to be the part of the trio. And then um, you're right. Only Cassie's boyfriend thinks that they're weird and that they're witches. Yeah. What they needed to have done is had Cassie now be best friends with the, a, the bitch of the school, the popular girl. Mm-hmm. And she's been abdu- she's been indoctrinated into the popular group because her boyfriend's popular. Yeah. So now she can't hang out with her witchy friends because they're outcast losers. And that's why, not because you've got a boyfriend. Because screw boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that story could have been been told better, definitely. But I don't. I can't imagine what people really wanted from a sequel. So to me, I'm like, this is a decent sequel. <laughs> It's not bad. I think what happened was there was um, a while ago, I think, there was a teaser that there was going to make a second one, and it was going to be Max and Allison's kids doing it. Like, the the main guy and the main girl and the other one. Um, like, they, have, they get married, they have kids, and it's like, their kids have to deal with the Sanderson sisters also kind of thing. And I think that might have been what people wanted, was more maybe stuff from the original besides the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. There are no, like no returning characters at all. Really yeah. besides Billy and the sisters. 
So I think that that because when people were like, oh, it's um, I really hope his name is Max and Sarah's or, and Allison's kids, um, you know, grow up, hear the story and something happens like one of their friends lights the candle and now they have to follow and see what, what their parents had. And maybe their parents are there to help or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you could have recast those characters because, like, I understand why they didn't because those actors didn't go on to do anything, really. Yeah. So there's no point in bringing them back as adults, but it's like you could have cast popular actors as them. Yeah. That girl looks enough like Katherine Heigl. You could have cast <laughs> Katherine Heigl. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm, I'm like, again, guessing that because that was, like, a rumor way before this one was to come out that that was like supposed to be um the sequel and that's not what they got and i'm wondering if that's part of why everybody's so upset yeah yeah that that i was shocked that there weren't really any returning characters but yeah it's it's hard it's hard for me to say what would make this better because i'm not as attached to the first one Mm-hmm. But I am excited to watch the first one again. I'm excited to do our commentary for it because me too. I think I will find a a newfound love for it because I did like this one. I like the Sanderson sisters. I think they're fun characters. They are. What kind of a couple things for me with this is you could tell they were trying to throw in some of the old like stuff. Like at one point they fly by a window and they're the people in there are watching <laughs> yeah, Hocus Pocus, which I thought was great. Um, and then. They, I feel like they threw in the word amok just so Sarah could do her amok, 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 amok. And I was like, I hated that, on, to be completely honest. <laughs> like, I hated that she. they were on the broom. She was just kind of like back and forth. It wasn't great. Um, I know why it's the little things, like if you've watched the first one, or I'm sure there's memes and stuff, um, then you know those little nuances of it. And... I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't like that one. And the song was basically the same thing. They were in a crowded venue, and they're like, hold on, let me sing. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is like what they talked about in the new Scream movie. This is more of a requel than a sequel. Yeah. And it's like the same thing they did with like The Force Awakens and stuff like that. There's a lot of homages and basically like repeated storylines from the original to where it's like, Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be a sequel. (laughs) It's not supposed to be a remake. Like. Why are you just doing things over again? But there's a lot that I did love. I know that I kind of just like crapped on it for a little while, but I love the Roombas or the Broomies is what they were called. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were called Broomies and she did treat them like dogs. And I absolutely loved that. Yeah, there's that one scene where they're watching them eat popcorn. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. It was good. I did enjoy it. It's just there are, you know, being a fan of the first one, they're just a little things that I was like, eh. And like even the boyfriend being dumb, he was too dumb. Like, <laughs> he was, but I did enjoy dumb. that scene where <laughs> she's like, you pick on us all the time. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, you call us weird. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, the things you do are weird. But I'm just trying to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yes, he's dumb as a brick, and and he he just disappears. Like his girlfriend gets kidnapped, and you never see him again. <laughs> no, he ends up um, making the, the sisters find the girls because they follow him. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, and I feel like a little bit now that I gave, we talk about things, I feel like it feels like it was thrown together quickly. 
just without the backstory, like the backstories that were missing on things. Like, why did Gilbert want the girls to come back? The Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been one of those things where it's like the idea was pitched and they were like, we could have this out by next Halloween if we hurry. Yeah. Instead of taking their time and doing it right. Like, that was a big thing I was thinking about all day today is, is why are these now that you have Disney Plus? Why are these movies only going to Disney Plus? Like this movie's not in theaters. Why? Like the first one is in theaters. Like it's it's cool that you put them on Disney Plus, but why not put them in the theaters as well? It makes me think just that. I think if they had done backstories a little more, maybe it could have gone. But they do that with a lot of like the animated movies and the live action remakes like pinocchio went straight to disney plus it did yeah and it's not in theaters huh. but like uh, the other other platforms they put movies on there but they also put them in the theaters at the same time like halloween ends is going to be in theaters but it's also going to be on peacock on the same day but that's not going to stop people from seeing it in the theaters so oh, why no. wouldn't why wouldn't you release this in the theaters for halloween time people would love it's... to see this in the theater oh yeah I feel I like I, I would have much rather seen this in the theater than watching it at home on TV. Oh, yeah. We totally could have seen this together. Yeah. So it's weird. I don't know. I don't agree with your business model, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anything else to say about this? Um, No, I think that's kind of it. Like, I think I've hit on everything that um, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now that I've seen it. And I haven't really, like, watched anyone's reviews or listen to anyone else so i didn't form like these are my own opinions and not like influenced by anyone um just trying to stay away from all that i didn't want anyone to influence me either like either way yeah i I watched a review today but i wasn't really paying attention to they weren't really reviewing the part that i watched they were just uh all they were doing was going through the story so i was like good i need to refresh what (laughs) happened here (laughs) yeah We'll do even though we we don't we now that we're starting to do more reviews we'll do this for reviews too. Let's do a little best to the bad to see what people are not liking about this movie. Okay. This one is called Absolutely Trash. Oh. <laughs> this movie is a hundred percent garbage. It has terrible odes to the original and is a workish thing that I've ever seen. A wokest thing I've ever seen. I don't think it was very woke. It wasn't. Neither do I. There wasn't overly. Really like beating you over the head with wokeness. No, I didn't think so. They spent so much time trying to make this a as woke as possible and forgot to have good acting, a storyline, and decent CGI slash effects. The song choices make no sense. Disney has no idea what they are doing anymore. The acting is atrocious. They didn't bring back Max, Allison, or Danny. I'm going to go with it. That's... Well, you got Max. Yeah, I got right. <laughs> They could have done an amazing storyline with all of them as grown-ups and have the Sanderson sisters come back and this is what you create. Who is running Disney? Stop trying to remake classics. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Some good points there, but yeah, I don't I didn't get any like obnoxiously shoving it down your throat wokeness from this. And I also didn't I didn't think the effects were bad at all. I didn't either. I thought the effects were were on par for today. I think- book looked amazing yeah. for being an eyeball on a, the outside of a book 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. How do they do know, that? <laughs> there was a motion in that eye. Yeah. Yeah. He sweats at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one is called Fan Service Gone Wrong. There is no magic to this story. <laughs> Where to begin? What's good? Um, not much. This is yet another in a long list of remakes, sequels, and prequels, essentially substandard cheap money grabs on the original films. Not able to write a decent script, the evil antagonists were turned into Disney politically correct non-villains. Uh, there are no even vill- <clears throat> there are no evil villains. This is an all-inclusive, inclusivity, welcoming, diversity film. I don't get where this is coming from, from these people. Let's see. Another bland, mediocre, unremarkable fan mashup remake resell. So disappointed. Surely even the fans must be getting fed up with being spoon-fed crap. Uh, not worth watching. Certainly not worth the price of a cinema ticket. Oh, did maybe Did you see it in cinema person? Right. Tell us where. <laughs> <laughs> we must know because it's not in our cinemas well and on this one this is called disgraceful <laughs> not funny terrible script horrible songs bad bad directing the whole film felt amateurish and played so safe so politically correct what <laughs> where is this political correctness is this because no there's minorities in the film like that's, like that's not politically correctness that's just <laughs> the right thing to do uh, I wouldn't say the acting was bad. I just think the script is awful and the scriptwriter and director both need to find both, uh, other career paths. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the personality they gave the book who knew so much emotion could be portrayed and expressed through one eye. <laughs> As I <laughs> just said. Yeah, so I'll see you end on a little positivity. <laughs> I can say that one of my favorite lines that I have written down was at because Winifred gets like a spider for her birthday and when the reverend comes and it like ends up on him and he like flings his arm up and he's like eight legs of sin (laughs) (laughs) no it's just really funny (laughs) let us know what you thought of hocus pocus too you can reach out to us on twitter fmbn podcast we are on facebook and instagram fmbn the number four in the letter you tammy does a video game channel on youtube tammy you do anything spooky this season no, not yet. We are going to start doing that very soon. What you doing? Uh, right now, we just finished Parasite Eve. We Ooh. finally beat That's her. That's spooky. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> spooky. It is real creepy looking. Um, so yeah, I guess we've done that. And where can they find you? You can find us on YouTube. We are the Nearly Dead Duo. And you can find us on all of the social medias. Um, there we are, Nearly Dead Duo. Yay. And yeah, so be sure to let us know about Hocus Pocus. And like I said, we'll be back with a commentary for the first one. We will be back later this week with another spooky episode. But until then, I'm Josh. And I'm Tammy. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay spooky, my friends.